Hey everyone, welcome to Crossroads, PlayStation Podcast for Boss Rush Games. I am Leron Dawkins, and the squad's here with me tonight. And we're ready to press that, that share button, right guys? We are, right? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Don't everybody all chime in at once, you know? Yes. <laughs> that was a nice recovery. That is I, a PlayStation I reference. I get it. I understand it. <laughs> all right. You know him. You love him. PlayStation Doctor. What's up? Austin Campbell. What is up? The Vita lives, except for maybe a few things on the Vita. <laughs> Are we going to talk about those few things tonight? The, the Vita's dying, man. I'm so <laughs> Vita sad. store, pretty much. Did it ever really live? I'm actually, I actually looked on Amazon and was going to buy like a miniature casket and have a Vita funeral. Uh, make that video just happen. Just go uh, buy a pet casket. I'm sure those exist. People are fucking weird, right? Like, you know, sure you can buy a, a human a casket, casket on like Amazon. Big. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You can buy one you can for buy like $80. Shit on there. <laughs> I just, I think, I think playing ahead is a great idea. So everyone should go buy their casket. Just put it in your closet somewhere and then you'll be ready. You want, that'll be one less thing for your family to worry about. That's so die. morbid. Or, or you just sleep in it to get used to it. Right? Yeah. Pretend that you're dead, like get makeup on and have it in the living room and just like emerge my, out of it. My, my casket's my casket's gonna actually be a sun chips bag, like one big sun chips bag, so it'll like it's biodegradable, so it'll be all good in the in the soil and stuff. Feel there like taking care of the earth. Just one big right, sun chip right. bag. Uh, Austin, you know, Austin, you know it's hilarious. Somebody's gonna listen to this podcast, and next thing you know, what you just said is gonna be a, is gonna be like a, a thirty five second TikTok video. First, well, first of all, they can find trend. a sun chat big, big enough <laughs> to fit me in. That means that it's gotta be full of chips, and I'm gonna eat it. That's probably how I'll die, and then I'll just get in the bag. And we'll be <laughs> he's going, he's gonna eat the sun chips with his gluten. Knowing he's knowing he's got a gluten intolerance. <laughs> I can eat yeah, sun so, chips. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I can eat sun chips. <laughs> I think I'm allowed. Yeah, try it. See, see what the what I would like to do, and I've, I've I've tried to sell my wife on this. I want her to tell nobody that I'm dead. I want her to taxidermy me and have me like sitting up with a video game controller. Oh, <laughs> weekend at Bernie's. For when people come over, I, yeah. I want her. I want a weekend at Bernie's. People tell Ooh. no one. Woo. Oh, okay, way. okay. So if you guys haven't guessed it yet, that's our PlayStation Rodeo. <laughs> Chris True. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. We haven't even the, got through the intros yet. I know, uh, <laughs> Chris. Like all I gotta say is I am glad I'm older than you because like I have a funny feeling that I will be dead by the time you get handed to pull this off. Because if if your mom is still alive, oh, I I, I can't. She's gonna outlive all of us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's too ornery to die. Right. <laughs> Right. No, it's, see, but no, I, I just, I, I, it has to happen. It's genius. It's genius. It is the ultimate troll. It's the best way to go out. Fucking uh, with other people. All right. And tonight in the fourth chair is one of the co-hosts of Boss Rush's Arsenal X podcast, as well as I like to call him the Star Striker of the EXP cast. Uh, you guys already know him. He's no stranger to the crossroads. Welcome back, Stoy. Hello. I'm nor I'm normally play midfield, but uh, I'll go with striker. I like that. Oh. What do you guys think of Leo Messi getting the Balloon d'Or award? What the hell did he do? I'm I'm wondering that because I saw that it was Robert trending. Lewandowski from- had a much more successful season than he did. I'm so mad that I haven't watched soccer in years because I've had really nobody to talk to about it. 
But I haven't watched. I like I, that used to be. That's all. I was, I'm an Arsenal supporter. My Bro, wife lived oh. in fucking Manchester. Why? Why? <laughs> it's just, oh. just how you, it's how were, I roll. Were, were you born into that family? Because that I mean, <laughs> what 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 does I'm, that mean? I'm, are you it's are a, you it, man it's, you? Are you whenever, man no. you story? Oh. No, 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 Liverpool. I just like watching I bleed, football. I bleed red. Even though <laughs> Wait, I, mean, I, thought, I bleed red anyway. But you I thought know, Liverpool my, uh, was blue. Liverpool. No, Liverpool is red. Yeah, Liverpool is definitely you, red. I wonder if you're thinking Chelsea. Chelsea is um, blue. Chelsea's blue. Leicester is blue. Yeah, I'm uh, Everton is I'm not Everton, a, Everton is blue. Everton is also blue. Yeah. The only reason why it's I been know years since teams, I paid attention to fucking anything. Yeah. The only reason well, you're why not I missing much is because I uh I fill out the random questionnaires on DraftKings, and sometimes I win like ten cents, uh, which I bet <laughs> those ten cents on football or basketball or some other sport I know. And then he but loses that ten cents. Okay, that ten cents has turned into twenty dollars a couple of times, so it's nice. I mean, I I I'm not like an avid soccer fan slash watcher or whatever you want to call it, but uh, normally I I would side with manchester united so sorry no, that's fine. my my my, that's fine. Uh, my son has a man city kit he my wife's friend brought it to him from manchester because she lives there so he's got like the full thing the fucking socks shorts and to get him some little boots you, you know what uh but but story you you are a big you're a big soccer i'm not gonna say fanatic but you are you're big into soccer though so like so like uh so like how does um how does ted lasso hit you I have not watched Ted Lasso. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, which is interesting because everybody I tell that to, like, they get dumbfounded. They're like, how the hell can you not watch Ted Lasso? And I'm like, I don't normally watch TV or sitcoms to begin with. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've heard so many good things, and I have an Apple TV subscription. So there's no reason why I shouldn't be watching it. But from what I heard, it's a very feel-good series. Yeah, yeah, it it is. Like, I'm I'm struggling trying to get, get off of episode two. Which it's it, it, it kind of what I've been hearing about it and me being a coach, a lot of times, a lot of kids, a lot of youth these days. And Chris, maybe you can attest to this. It's all about kind of feelings and emotions, you mm-hmm. know, how they feel, how they're, you know, kind of how they're feeling at that moment with sports these days. The, uh, the majority of youth aren't as competitive as you want them to be. So adults are super competitive. Kids aren't necessarily super competitive. So you have to kind of put them in the right emotional state and you have to put them in the right feel good moment in order to get a lot of uh, effort out of them. You know, so admittedly, coaching is is evolving to be more of that. And that's why I'm hearing Ted Lasso is becoming such a success, because he's more of into that whole feel good nonsense stuff. Um, based off of what I've seen, because I'm, I'm like I said, I'm struggling to get off the episode too. like for some strange reason, every time I st- Every time I start, I start watching episode two. For some strange reason, I have like a bad disconnect. Episode one had me. Episode two is like, what's going on here? Why can't I get into it? You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, uh, like, but I can also, but yeah, like that's his style, and it's 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 interesting. You know, um, I haven't even seen the shenanigans that the sh- that soccer players get into because I know there's some, I know there's some 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 Tom fuckery going on <laughs> oh, <laughs> once yeah. we actually get into the season. You know, well, was that you well, that I me... showed that picture of Paul Gascoigne and Vinnie Paul? Uh, not yeah, Paul, uh, yeah, yeah, Vinnie Jones. Jones. Yeah. 
yeah. Which is <laughs> which is crazy because like I just I just I just well I, I'm not sure if the season of Law and Order Criminal Intent is over yet, but but he was one of the main bad guys in this season yeah. of Criminal Intent. And it was it was it was funny because I was there like man like he, he's got to grab he's got to grab somebody by the balls and just squeeze the fuck out of him. But yeah, I that never... whole left hand, that whole left hand of his had a whole handful of balls. Chris, I don't know if you know that picture that I'm talking about. Um, uh, I think it was like from this. Like from the seventies and eighties, where like he had a handful of Paul Gascoigne's balls, and just like Paul's reaction after you know, literally getting his nuts squeezed in a vice, it's amazing. I have never seen that picture. <laughs> you, you can go, you can go, Google it, Vinny Jones. As a matter of fact, if you just Google Vinny Jones soccer. <laughs> it's, probably probably one of the first hits. it's probably one of the yeah. first hits. Yeah. <laughs> how's, how are you guys doing tonight, though? How's how's everybody's week been so far? It is. Yeah, doing good. Yeah, doing good. Good. Yeah. You guys didn't. You guys. You guys didn't die like on Thanksgiving, did y'all? I watched no, I, the entirety of weekend. the Beatles uh, documentary. That's all I did. So what, the one on Hulu, the one on Disney Plus. Yeah, watched the what whole is it, thing. What is it Disney Plus? I thought I it was Hulu. Great. It's Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Okay, Zinni Plus. Okay, not wait to watch that. I heard there's so oh, much extra not seen footage. It's so I'm, good. I'm very, very excited for it. Give us a give us a real quick take on it, Chris, without going into spoiler territory. I mean, there's really not much to spoil. If you're like, I am a diehard Beatles fan. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's my thing. I know a more than anyone human should know about that one um, band. Um, and I found myself learning stuff, but it was like a documentary of a documentary. So they have all this footage from where they were trying, what they were, when they were trying to figure out what the fuck they were going to do with the Let It Be sessions. So what Peter Jackson did was he just he took all of the footage. You basically hang out with the Beatles for eight hours, and it like just how much of a genius Paul is, and it's going around Twitter now. There's a uh, a scene where he's just got his bass and he's just kind of like strumming it, making, doing different notes. And in a 30 second span, he gets the baseline for get back. And then he gets the rhythm within 45 seconds. Like the, like he starts humming. So he has the tune and you know, it's one of their biggest hits that that should, it's insane to me that he was able to do that that fast. I'm going to check it out. It's so good. I'm going to check it out. I might, I might put it on before I go to bed tonight. I'm, 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 I'm checking, how many episodes? It's three episodes. The first one's two hour and fifteen minutes. The second oh, yeah. one's oh, oh, yeah. three hours, and the last one is two and a half. Oh yeah, I'm quite sure. I'm I'm quite sure. I'll be I'll be asleep within an hour into it. <laughs> but uh, but no, I feel like I feel like sometimes, honestly, sometimes uh, when I'm watching stuff at night before I'm going to bed, I actually I, I actually take more of that information in as opposed mm-hmm. to like when I'm you know in the middle of the day. And, you know, there's internet and tablets and all this stuff around me. And, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I zeroed in on that. I didn't do it. That was it for me. <laughs> because, yeah. Like I said, I mean, it's like there's parts where it's just really mundane. They're just kind of like sitting there having a conversation because it's long and it's just pretty much everything they did. But it's just interesting. Watch them exist as people and like as shitty as people talk, uh, talked about or have thought that that whole thing was and how they were amongst each other. Um you can tell that there was this immense bond between them when they were like really getting into it. And like, there's really, honestly, there's really not much you can spoil 
um, there's not much to be known about the Beatles. This change just changes perspective, right? Like it, the funniest line in the whole fucking thing is when um, Paul McCartney is George just quit the band, and which was hilarious. I'm gonna that that I won't spoil. It's funny, um, and they're talking about it, and you know John's not there yet. He because he's late all the time. And they're talking about Yoko and they're just, you know, Paul's just like, you know, they just want to be together all the time. Like, that's just, that's what they want to do. And, that, and, you know, he's kind of explaining that. And he goes, it's going to be funny in 50 years. They're going to say the Beatles broke up because Yoko sat on an amp, which is exactly what fucking happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he probably didn't remember saying a goddamn word about it. He, he probably doesn't even remember saying it. Call, uh, she did break up the band. I see. I blame Paul for more uh, more for that than than even having watched the uh, the documentary. I blame Paul more for the the breakup. Like they were pretty much cool with Alan Klein, who you know is what he is, anyways. But Paul wanted the the other guy. It was pretty much fucked after Brian Epstein died. But you know we got some of the best material. You know they do the White Album after Brian dies. They did Brian. Well, Brian Epstein was the uh, manager of the of the Beatles. Um, you know Abbey Road, Let It Be. White album and magical mystery tour, but you know, you can take or leave that. But like, those three albums are fucking huge. Yeah, um, you know, I'll you know I'll check it out because um, I, I I I did my own music documentary thing because um, I watched uh, Malfunction, the, the dressing down of Janet Jackson uh, last week, that's and uh, and uh, and yo man, like that's just we we all we all know this is all about this this is all about the Super Bowl performance and all that stuff and all, and man like. I remember that, and man, like it, and and like, it was legit. Like it was legit a wardrobe malfunction. But the but the fact that well, not even wardrobe malfunction. It was more like a it was more like a what the hell are you you doing type of moment, you know, on Justin Timberlake's part. And man, it basically ruined her career. Like 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 I I didn't I, I didn't realize it until I heard it. But after that point, like Janet had no more music videos aired on MTV or any of the other like you know like CBS Viacom outlets and stuff like that. Um, all of, her, all of her music was removed off of airwaves. You know, it's it's and, it's and, and Justin Timberlake has done nothing since then, he, right? His he, career has been in the shitter, as far as I know. Well, no, 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 no. He, he had thrived. No, no, he no. I, he, I, I'm very well, well aware I was being facetious. That's cool. okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm usually really good at catching that. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I am too. Like I don't know. Like it was way too dry this time. <laughs> yeah. No, that's real fucked up. <laughs> no. Nah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. So that was my thing. It's on. It's on Hulu right now. It's um. It's all. It's done in um. It's FX did the uh did it, and these are also the same people that did the whole Britney Spears thing as well as mm-hmm. a few other things too. So yeah, like it's 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 good. It's interesting. Um and. Um, and uh, Janet Jackson, I, I, I love her. That was the last. That was the last concert I saw before like shit got crazy with it and the world shut down. Oh, I bet that was fun. Oh, I, I was actually on a music documentary kick. Um, I watched uh, "If I Leave Here Tomorrow," the story of Leonard Skinner. It mm-hmm. just happened to be on Netflix. I was like, I've seen something on them. I'm gonna watch this, and I've now listened to every one of their albums. And like, it changed how like just that one documentary changed how I was recording and doing my music because yeah. they used three guitars. I didn't know much about them. And those guys are pretty they're it's super interesting hearing the um hearing them talk there's only one uh founding member who's still alive you know they had the plane crash but like they were taught they they're there were more down than the hillbillies who praise them would like to think they are <laughs> right like um sweet home alabama mentions uh in alabama in birmingham they love the governor boo 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 is a con- condemn condemnation of george wallace and segregation mm. 
right? That's just a a, a, a blip of the line in, in that one song. But like the drummer on the cover of their last album is wearing a shirt that says vegetarian because he's a diehard liberal Democrat vegetarian. <laughs> the drummer of Leonard Skinner. Like they, they even talk about uh, um, playing in front of the Confederate flag and they were like, it was very interesting. Like it was a record label thing because mm-hmm. they were from the South. And it was the yeah. 70s. Yeah. Fucking right. fascinating, man. Some good shit too. Those, those motherfuckers. Like it's just a little bit of country a little bit of blues and it's like they fucked and made the greatest baby of all time. It's super good. Good shit. Rebirth is like one of the greatest songs ever written. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm like the furthest thing from a hillbilly. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm of them. They are oh, no, I don't know. Have we, have, have you looked at your beard lately? This thing is a work of art. It's a work of beauty. <laughs> um, I need to go and get it. Uh, barbered. Um, <laughs> I, it was no shave November. My brother is a uh, cancer survivor. He had cancer twice when he was two. And then again, when he was three going on four, he's 16 and a giant pain in the ass now. So he's fine. Um, and throwing 80 mile an hour fucking fastballs, the kid's going to go play professional he, baseball. He better, he better get into the bigs. That's all I got to say. All I'm saying is if he gets drafted by the Red Sox, I will go watch him play in a fucking Yankees jersey and hold up and say, "Says the Red Sox sucks, suck, Aiden do okay." <laughs> Brotherly love, I tell you. All right, yeah, guys. To, all right, guys. Get it fixed. We, all right, we ready to get the show rolling? Let's roll. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast of Boss Rush Games. Every week we come together bringing you the latest in news, rumors, games, and general discussion in the world of PlayStation. Crossroads airs live on twitch.tv slash exodus803 <laughs> every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, unless we decide to roll early or late. All depends. <laughs> and, uh, and also, if you can't check out the show, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other locations to get to get your show fixed. Uh, the show recaps also every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash xs803, as well as early Thursday mornings on youtube.com slash boss rush network. If you want to see previous episodes of our show, all 60 previous episodes of Crossroads can be found on our parent website, bossrush.net. Uh, if you like the show, please consider subscribing to the podcast and giving us a follow on Twitch. And remember to share, rate, and review us wherever you check out the show. All right, everyone. Uh, what uh, what video games? Have, what video? Ga- you know, I, I it's it's usually a what are we playing segment. But you know, if you didn't play video games, would you watch something interesting? You know, like documentaries or some. Like, what have we been doing this past week? What's up, guys? Uh, Stoy, you're our guest tonight, so uh, why don't you go first, man? Um, I actually jumped back into the past because uh, Xbox dumped a whole bunch of, like, uh, backwards compatibility frame rate boost games, so I ended up uh, replaying Dragon Age Origins. Mm-hmm. Um, that game holds up on a storytelling level. Like, there's so much so much uh, real, like, gray in there. I don't know if you guys know the series at all, but it kind of deals with a lot of... Um, yeah, it, it, it's just kind of like a very morally gray type of game where it's like, you know, good. Ver- it's more than just good versus evil. It's like people versus people and people hating each other because of uh, what they believe in or who they were born to and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. But, um, you know, they bring it in a fantasy way. Bioware does a really good job with that with the Dragon Age universe. And uh, I'm replaying Origins. It's got a really good frame rate boost, 60 frames a second. They cleaned the graphics. So it looks really good. Um, 
but what I've been playing a lot of is Resident Evil 4 and VR. Mm. I've played, I've went back to play Resident Evil 4 a few times on console, you know, and I it's one of my favorite uh, games in the series. And I thought like, man, I've played this game enough and I haven't played it for years, but um, playing it in VR, it's literally the same game, except all in that first person VR mode. So mm -hmm. you're experiencing the game in a whole different way. Whole so different wait, wait. Way. So so is it is the same? Is it the same exact game? Like no no refreshes or no upscaling or anything like that? Well, I mean, it kind of is because it's all like it's all redone in VR. So mm -hmm. um, you're experiencing Leon from his first person perspective. So basically, Resident Evil Four is turned into a first person shooter, so to speak. Um, you. Uh, you can kind of like grab for weapons and stuff on your body. So like, say for example, the knife is on your left shoulder, uh, the gun, you know, whatever handgun you have is on your right hip, the shotgun, whatever is from your back, whatever. So you're, if you enable that option, you can reach back and kind of pull out guns. Um, one of the craziest instances I found was, um, when you're frantically trying to fight the Ganados or whatever, the uh, enemies in the game, yeah, you're frantically running around and sometimes, you know, it's you run out of ammo on your handgun. So instead of manually reloading, I would just grab for the knife and just try to slash them. So I grabbed a little bit too far over my shoulder and I ended up pulling out a green herb. And because like the, the, the healing items are like over your left shoulder, but like the knife is right on your left shoulder. So like if you're frantically moving around and all of a sudden I'm like, attacking this ganado with a green herb I'm like take that you son of a bitch oh what <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like why isn't anything happening and i'm like oh god it's a green herb it's like <laughs> so no it's they have these you know vr has these uh, quality of life and uh kind of comfort modes where like you could play the game sitting you can play the game standing and there's a lot of different like less dizzying effects you can do mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to play where you're like reaching for guns like frantically all across your body you can use a quick menu option to where you can manually switch but um no honestly like i don't know if you guys ever played resident Evil before but this is th this takes it to a whole new level it's much faster it's more fast paced uh you can move around a lot quicker it's less clunky obviously because those controls aren't there um and just it's i don't know it kind of makes the game more fun instead of more like kind of like survival horror-ish even though you know, when you're being bombarded by the chainsaw dude in VR, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> the one that thing sounds... I was disappointed in, the one thing I was disappointed in, and I, maybe, like, it would have been too jarring, but, you know, in the game where the chainsaw dude, like, kind of saws your head off, and then, yeah. you know, in the game you see, it would have been interesting if the if they would have done that in VR. Oh, to where you're like, to where, like, well, when it happens, like, all of a sudden, like, your vision goes sideways. Yeah, your vision goes sideways, yeah. <laughs> It would have been interesting, and I, I, I don't know how that would have worked because sometimes VR can be a little too real for people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even like, um, like I don't know if you remember when Resident Evil 7 had that VR demo. I remember, yeah. Uh, the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, mm. that was it. Where you're strapped to a mm. chair. And watching videos, sequences of people, like, you know, when they would get stabbed in the leg in the game, watching people's reactions to that and watching them grab their leg in pain is kind of amazing how realistic vr can feel you know mm. so yeah that's that would have been a wild experience so i mean obviously if you get your head chopped off which i actually 
purposely died because they wanted to see what would happen. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it, it it pans out to see, like, you know, Leon's head kind of fall off in third-person mode. So, But um, I finally got Kenna Bridge of Spirits, so I, I've been playing that a lot lately, too. And uh, how, do you, how do you like it? It's awesome. I, I love it, honestly. Um, I waited for the physical copy, so I bought the physical copy. And, um, no, it's it's really good. Like, the actress that plays Kenna, she mm-hmm. does an amazing job. Like, yes, really, yeah. She doesn't have a lot of lines. She doesn't have a lot of speaking lines, but she's everything she says is always like so impactful and so like emotional. Like it's just I get I get drawn to her just like hearing her say four words. It's amazing. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, but I, I'm only like maybe like an hour and a half, two hours in. But you know, the combat is simple. I like that. Uh, it doesn't rely on one mechanic. Mm-hmm. You know, like the like I'm really bad at parrying, so. Um, you don't have to parry in this game when you get, you know, attacked. I just dodge. Attack. Yeah, me too. I yeah, dodge. The, parry, the parrying system was not great. Yeah, no, I, I have had, I've experienced, obviously, Sekiro had one of the best parrying systems in games. This one, it's like, I don't know, it's just like I couldn't figure it out well. So I just skipped it all together and just, but, um, no, it, it plays really well in the PlayStation 5. Every Like, I catch myself a lot of times just kind of, staring off into the distance and just looking at looking at a waterfall looking at the mountainside just it's amazing so yeah 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 but yeah that's what i've been playing pretty much all right cool chris your turn um i've still been i've been uh playing rondo of blood here and there um i played the halo um beta which you know that's just redundant and then um i actually picked up elder scrolls online but i haven't put too much time into that um, I did see Ghostbusters mm-hmm. twice. Oh, damn. I forgot to mention I saw the Resident Evil movie, but Nelly's not here, so I can't talk about it. Yeah, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, my, this week I'm going to see both Ghostbusters and Resident Evil. Uh, Stoy, um, real quick, because you saw Resident Evil, yep. and I'm, I'm hearing things. Was it Was it bad? Was it suspect? Or was it okay? I had a few issues, uh, small issues with their direction. Mm-hmm. Like a like little small departures from the game, mm-hmm. um, like the, the way they did my boy Leon Kennedy. I'm not. I wasn't a fan of that. <laughs> they did my boy bad on that, and um, you know, but uh, but it, it was interesting the way they mashed the first game and the second game together to make one coherent story. Like one, like it, it followed the straight line path. So like Resident Evil One and Two happened at the same time in this movie. I mean, it was interesting I- the way they went through that. Um, but overall, I really enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the video game references. I enjoyed mm-hmm. them staying true to most of the lore and most yeah. of the story. Um, and yeah, I, I like I said, I thought it was I thought it was great. Um, you know, minor minor discrepancies aside. Yeah, and uh, and and Chris, uh, you you saw you saw Ghostbusters twice, so obviously it wasn't a trash movie. No, I loved it. I I kind of enjoyed. I liked it the first time, and I think part of that was you know I was concerned that it was just going to be absolute trash, but I knew it was going to be better than Ghostbusters too. So you know, I was I was stop 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 stop. Stop. Ghostbusters two is not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie, but it's the worst of the two. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's not saying. Yeah. 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 It's it's it's. 
It's the worst of the two. I knew it wasn't going to be worse. You're just, you're just making you're, you, you, yeah, I, because I noticed you talked about Ghostbusters 2 like this, and I'm like, man, you, you make it sound like it was a dumpster fire. It is not it a was. bad it's, movie. It's not a great movie. It's not a bad movie. It's a good movie. It's, it's a follow up to Ghostbusters. They completely overlook, like, it's like that didn't even exist. Um, oh, really? They didn't, they didn't pay it. They didn't really pay it, give it that much. They gave it zero attention. Question, question. Does, does Sigourney Weaver show up in the movie? I'm not going to tell you a fucking thing. God, no, man. you don't. God yeah. damn it! Not a, not God, a thing. God damn it! Okay, not okay. a thing. Austin, what um, have you been? What have you been playing this uh, week? No, no, Mike, your 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 mic's cut off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna ruin shit for other people. There's people watching who may not have I, seen it. Yeah, I, I haven't uh, seen it. I, I do want to see it. So it's that, super super good. I do. I do want to see it. I don't think. I don't think you ruin anything by telling us if if one of the other act one of the other actors that was like it made it basically okay. So you look at this. You had Dan Aykroyd. It's not going to happen. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd. You had Harold Ramis. You had Ernie Hudson. You had you, you, why? Why am why, why is why is his name escaping me right now? Vank Moranis. Vank Bill Murray. How the Bill, fuck do you forget his name was done, his name was? I was getting ready to say Lorenzo Music because I was thinking Garfield because him that guy had the same voice. You know, <laughs> no Lorenzo Music. Lorenzo Music did real Ghostbusters. He was Peter Vakeman in real Ghostbusters and Garfield. Yeah. And Bill Murray was Garfield yeah. in the movies and Peter Bankman in the movies. Right, also, exactly. I'm not going to tell you. It's not going to happen. And, there are other people. I'm, not, that's, I'm the wrong guy for that. I, I, don't, I, I, I stay true to not spoiling movies. Austin, I, I Austin, to do that Austin, shit. Austin, your turn. He doesn't want to hear my feel good Austin, story about Austin, it and how much I enjoyed turn. it with hey, my I, kid. I, I don't want to know if Rick Moranis is in the movie or not. That's, no, I know Rick Moranis is not. He said 100%. He won't do it again. He's going to do some other stuff, but he hasn't really done much of anything. Yeah. Like, and that way, I don't think that had to do with it just being Ghostbusters. I think it had to do with a lot of other stuff. Yeah, like, no, he hasn't, no, he hasn't really been taking acting seriously since his wife passed away. Yeah. yeah. But he was in that uh, commercial with Ryan Reynolds. He was. Yeah, he was. He's done some, he's done some voice acting. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I I played some Deathloop this week. I've picked up, uh, and I'm still really enjoying it. Um, I kind of see why people aren't liking the gameplay of it, just because it's uh, it's it's a lot of searching. If you are really just wanting to run through the levels and just like kills kill the shit get your mission and then get out i understand why you wouldn't like this game uh because if mm-hmm. you're not searching through all like all the computers all the notes and stuff like that you're not going to progress as as fast or as well as you would want to um so i can understand a little bit but i'm i'm really loving it i think it's probably going to be my game of the year that i've played so far by the time mm. i finish it um and so i i, I really really like the game uh, Battlefield 2042 sucks, and uh, I've heard nobody it, say anything good. I've heard nothing. It good breaks. About it game. breaks my. It breaks my heart. Too. Breaks my heart too. Yeah. yeah. Um, when like, when like the best way to play it is just playing like the old modes that are on Portal, and they're all more broken or as broken as just playing it on Battlefield Four. Uh, then it's it's pretty much pointless and so mm. it's pretty miserable i'm glad that i bought it and that i could see where it is now i just hope that i that it does get better <laughs> i i want to see it progress but I'm <laughs> oh not it's going to get it's going to get better because to. yeah it's going to get it, better because like the one thing i've noticed about these battlefield games the last few have been trotting out there and like 
really substandard state, you know. And and um and one thing's for sure, by by like year two they've gotten their shit together. Yeah. I mean Battlefield One I think had a pretty decent opener. Um, but I like Battlefield Five was terrible right off the bat and really never got that good. Um but I, I'm 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 in for the ride. I'm in to see it progress and hopefully get better. But I went ahead and got Call of Duty Vanguard. And it's got its problems, but it's not as bad as Battlefield 2042 for what they're for what they do. Uh the maps, I know if anyone complains about how Call of Duty's maps are like the three lane classic Call of Duty type maps, uh they do change that up a little bit in these. There are some maps on here that are so like confusing <laughs> like it, they're not like the, the easy three lanes like there's a right side of center and then left this is like one big area and there's all kinds of stuff and there's it's it's kind of like a maze which is kind of cool some of the maps on there are pretty different um it's a lot more hectic um because they're adding more people to each of the game modes but it's also causing a ton of spawn problems when you spawn in you instantly buy other uh, enemies and it's it gets it's like playing on nuketown but on every map and that gets a little <laughs> annoying after a while so um, you think they would have fixed that by now i remember that being a problem in like some of the earlier call of duty games for crying out loud well and and cold war really isn't like like i played cold war modern warfare and a lot of the maps don't have that problem unless you're playing on like shipment or you're playing on you know rust or nuketown or all these smaller mm. really small maps but then, this one in particular is like even the big maps. I'm like, uh, especially on domination, it is so bad on domination. I've never seen, which kind of makes it interesting because if you play domination, you know most most of the time one team has two, the other one has one, and you're trying to capture that second one. Well, this one, this one in particular, I've seen all three caps by one team more than I've ever seen in any Call of Duty. It's like so I and I think that's part of it is just the spawn. So um, I haven't gotten the campaign because I'm playing Deathloop. I will get to it eventually, so I don't have any answers on that. But yeah, you could tell it's you could tell it's the third team of the Call of Duty teams, but it's still <laughs> a pretty decent game. And I like that um, since they're kind of mixing all the different eras. Uh, with each other due to war zone you have like kind of futuristic stuff on the world war ii guns which makes it a little better which makes it a little less like or a little more interesting than it has been in the past with world war ii games so um but yeah that's uh that's pretty much it i haven't watched a whole lot but i did watch the south park post-covid uh episode and i haven't seen that yet it was fantastic I bet uh, it fucking was. That's my plan after this. Yes, Cart- go to bed. Cartman is undefeated. He took it to a whole nother level. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> can't wait for Do not can't spoil it, Austin. I won't. I'm just saying. I will come to Oklahoma. He is, he is undefeated. I, I, even my wife w- was laughing. So that's, uh, that's something with South Park. Uh, if she laughs, then it's pretty good. Well, I didn't do um 
I didn't do much gaming myself this uh, these past. Actually, honestly, these past like two weeks because uh, we were off last week and stuff like that. I played I played more uh, for uh, Forza Horizon. Um, I did play more of that. I'm still enjoying it. Um, it's 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 a nice game that I've been playing the past the time. Let's put it that way. Um, story I did. Um, yeah, I did. I did install that. That what was that? Unpack was it unpacking. Oh, that that, uh, the, the one where you're just oh. unpacking boxes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I played the first level that I had to, I had to stop. I was like, I'm going to get way addicted. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend like half a day playing this. And <laughs> I'm be mad at myself. It's <laughs> so like, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it definitely just, is that because like, sometimes you think you want to micromanage where everything goes and how everything fits and moves around and stuff. I don't think it matters, but it probably matters to the people playing it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, um, but other than that, I, I didn't really do much gaming. Like I did take, I did take the past week to like get some things in order and catch up on some TV shows and stuff that I've been, that I've been, um, that I've been kind of behind on, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and loving the new season of uh, Star Trek Discovery so far. So, uh, pretty much that's, that's cool. been it for me. Um, uh, so nothing really new. Um, you know, it's getting down, to, it's getting down to that point where it's the end of the year. And for me, like, Usually, if usually like there's there's usually no games that I want that come out in December. So like it's going to be me backtracking oh, and playing a bunch of old stuff for the rest of the year because like the games that I did want have already been delayed until sometime next year. Like like the new Advance Wars, well not the new Advance Wars, but the Advance Wars remake. Uh, that got that got pushed and it got pushed hard because it got a second delay. Like <laughs> they were like they're like yeah like it's coming out in February and now I just saw an eShop it's now, it's 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 on the eShop for May of next year. So then you have plenty of time to platinum Lady in a Leotard with a gun, like you said you would. <laughs> I'm still the only one. Awesome. You haven't done that yet? No. Y'all are quitters. I, I, I do, did it immediately. I, do, I, now th- I, do, I now thought of something I need to ask Chris if he finished the Radiohead game. I have not. I've been super, super, super. I've played a little bit, but I haven't. Pl- my partner's going on. <laughs> There it is. Now it's up. Uh, yeah, you know what? Why aren't why have why aren't you guys playing the Radiohead game? Because I'm here. Wait, Austin. Wait, you beat I it though, finished. right? You finished. I finished. How I, was it? Because it's really not a game. It's it's it's, it's an experience. A it's, it's it's experience. It's uh, uh-huh. but it's great. It's mm. if you love Radiohead, you're gonna love this. And mm. yeah, uh, it's. I really wish that I had. Uh, some aid in me playing it, you know. But in, 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 herbal enhancements, okay, it's okay. I'm trying to think of a good word. I'm trying to think of a good word. Herbal uh, enhancement. Yeah, that would have been nice. Uh, but herbal I enjoyed it nonetheless. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I when I played of it, I liked. Um, I didn't honestly. I, I'm like you guys. I didn't play any video games outside of what I told you. So I didn't even really spend that much time with it. I just played a lot well, of guitar for well, a week. It was awesome. I was gonna say you had a you had a kind of interesting feeling or th- like something emotion when you watched Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. but with you, my you, kid, you were about ready to tell that story before Laurent just rudely interrupted you with silly questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 no. He didn't want he didn't want to fulfill one question for me. Silly question. Silly question. Silly question. Awesome. You ready? You ready to end the show tonight? <laughs> 
I think we can end the show. Story. I think we can. I think we can end the show at thirty nine minutes tonight. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Tell your story, man. Tell your story. Oh, I'm not going to tell you now. You wanted oh. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I got you. I got you real mm-hmm. fast. Basically, like the first time we we went and saw it, my son, who is three, loves Ghostbusters. He's watched. I mean, we watched the movie every day, like three times a day, when he was little. It was my favorite movie as a kid too. That's still a thing, and I, I was really excited for him to go because he's big enough to do that kind of shit now. And so. We're watching through the movie. Ten minutes left to go. He taps me on the shoulder. Hey, I need mommy. Okay, buddy. What's wrong? I got to get out of here. Because <laughs> he was scared. And I was like, but it's okay. Just hang out. It's it's almost over. The Ghostbusters are going are gonna to come. It's going to be okay. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Is this a legit scary movie? Uh, it's. I mean, he's three, and the, the, the CGI and all that is terribly, terribly fucking detailed. Okay. It's so well, okay. Just, okay. Was, okay. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me backtrack. Then, is this? Is this more of a thriller? No. Than the no, original no. ones it, were. He's. He's. Um. I, I. No. I mean, it's so. It's. It's very. It's very much. In the, it's very much like it's a Ghostbusters film. It's very. Okay. Much that. Okay. But you know, he's three, and CGI and just the way things were playing out were. Uh, it was kind of scary. He's intense. So. Hannah had to take him out because fuck, I was leaving that room. That wasn't a, he was, he was going to either be scared or she was going to take him. So he goes, you're on your own, buddy. You're grown now with your chill. You need to chill. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) he, uh, we, we went back on Saturday. And so like, I said, do you want to sit through it? Are you going to be able to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do it. I can do it. Sits in the chair. He sits in my lap and those, a uh, couple of minutes, um, same same spot, getting scared. I tell them, you know, it's they're gonna all that stuff, and then like, I'm trying not to spoil the movie without like, real without going into detail. But there's a scene, and he got really excited about it. And you know, for somebody who's a, a lifelong Ghostbusters fan, for like myself, being able to experience that and pass that on to my kid was like the best feeling ever. Well, that was all. I, I assume, I assume you know the Ghostbusters won the day. I'm assuming that's yeah, no, pretty spoiler. But I, no, no, I would no, no, find no. it hilarious if you went back a second time and be like, "Remember what happened last time?" And it was like an alternate ending, and the ghost win, <laughs> and the Ghostbusters just all die. And it's so like terrible. And you're like, "Oh my god!" In a brutal, brutal, brutal <laughs> mess. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Uh, see, I don't need that to fuck with him. I've been doing up <laughs> high and down low since he was old enough to give and, high fives. And, and this is and this is why this is why he's a smart ass to you at three years old. Oh, I, no, 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 no! I don't do I don't do too slow. I'm saving too slow. We just do up high oh. and down low, so that when he turns five, I'm gonna hit him with too slow, and he's just gonna, he's just gonna sit there for a couple minutes <laughs> before he just looks at me and says, "Fuck you." <laughs> 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 I'm playing the long game on this one. Tell me to chill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We're ready to break into tonight's news and events. Sure. Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> All right, everyone. Let's get started here. All right, so uh, tonight's first news topic we have uh, is is a, is a nice one for all you PlayStation fans out there because because God knows, like I've I've noticed over the last couple of months now there there is definitely a console war going on and 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 it's it's stupidity. 
So yeah, so here's here, here's here's for you PlayStation fanboys tonight. The PS5 is no longer being sold at a loss. Uh, and when I say the PS5 is no longer being sold at a loss, I, we're talking about the main model, the disc version of the PS5. Uh, this news comes to us from GameSpot via Eddie Eddie Makush. Uh, the PlayStation 5's $500 disc-based edition is no longer being sold at a loss. Uh, Sony CFO Hiroki Totoki uh, confirmed that I, I like how his name rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but you did. So. <laughs> confirmed, has confirmed this during the company's earn, uh, earnings uh, briefing on Wednesday. Last Wednesday, that is. Uh, the $400 digital edition is still being sold for less than what it costs uh, to manufacture, Sonny said. But the losses on the machine are being offset by the by the margin-rich hardware like peripherals and the PS4. Uh, despite its age, the PS4 shipped another 500,000 uh, 500, units during the April-June period. Uh, overall, while Sony's, uh, Sony's video game division uh, posted, uh, posted a modest 2% in- increase in sales, Total operating profit took a substantial hit during the, late, during the latest quarter. Sony said that this was due in part to the decrease in sales of non-first-party games and DLC, as well as losses due, uh, due to the PS5. Sony said it, it was taking a loss on the PS5 due to a strategic pro, due to a strategic price point to help the system move units. And I don't know what that means because we didn't get any reference for what that means. So I'm I'm sorry if we're losing you on that one. Uh, as you guys know, losing money on game consoles is a, is common is a common occurrence near the start of a platform's life cycle, but it's not true for every system. Nintendo's wildly popular Switch console was sold for a profit directly from the start. Microsoft, on the other on on the other side, has never offered specifics about the profit profile of its of its new Xbox consoles, but Xbox boss. Phil Spencer has said the real the real money in gaming comes from software and services, which we can all we can all agree with that. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So, question for you guys: Will Sony be able to maintain with the current economic setbacks and or and start breaking even soon? Uh, do what do you think? How how long do we say it will take Sony to completely you know be completely profit you know on all their on all their hardware sales? It seems like they're doing well enough. Um, I was actually able to get another one. My mom had been searching for one for my bro- for my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it it wasn't that hard the last time. Like it, mm-hmm. it was kind of right away. Mm-hmm. So you know, if they're going to be able to get more more systems out and make it a little bit easier, then yes, then no, they're gonna they're they'll, they're gonna make some fucking money. Mm-hmm. The machine is a marvel. It's wonderful. Oh yeah, it's, oh, yeah. I, I agree. it's it's my favorite of my systems. I have the Switch OLED. I have the Series X, and I have the PS Five. Because I'm an adult. Um, Same. <laughs> with a, I don't with have a goddamn fucking paycheck, I can have all of them now. <laughs> so I, I, st- I still don't. I still don't have a Series X. I can't seem to find one. Um, I like my Series X. I like my PlayStation. I'm, I'm only get, I'm only getting a Series X. Just 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 as, I'm okay. only getting a Series X. Just so for at least for one console generation, I can say I have every console. As long I don't as I think... have it before November 11th, that's all that I care about. Because I think oh, the, I think the last I think the last time I had it is. I think the last time I had every console was when um was was shoot honestly last time I had every every current console was back when it was uh, like like two people in the game Nintendo and Sega. That's yeah, a while but ago, even bro. 
even then, you know, there's there were a couple other systems that popped up around then. Unless Sony made the oh, Jaguar, no, no, or no, one's, no, no, no one cares about the Atari Jaguar. Or the TurboGrafx-16 or the Neo Geo. Okay, first, of all, those, first of all, those motherfuckers were too expensive. <laughs> they were too expensive yeah, and too niche. You were you were basically buying an arcade cabinet. <laughs> Whenever you looked at Neo Geo, yeah. You were basically buying an arcade cabinet. Don't leave them buying down. a Neo Geo just to play Samurai Showdown, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> which, I mean, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Samurai Showdown and, and Fatal Fury. There's nothing yep. wrong with that. Yep. No, um, I mean, so I think uh, we'll see a turnaround when Sony offers a slim model for these things. You think once that's what? Kind of, once they can kind of nail down, you know, they can cut corners on the hardware and the technology. And, uh, yeah, once they kind of slim it down a bit. Because, man, this thing is a monster. This thing is huge. Yeah, it you is. I, I think if they could kind of nail down the hardware specs and uh, slim it down a bit, I think that's when they'll start making a profit. I'm already trying to Because what are they going to do? They're going to sell it for like $450. You know, it's not going to be much cheaper, yeah. but it's going to be yeah. enough to entice customers to go back out there, especially mm -hmm. the people that have a PS5 already, to go buy another one. I'm I'm curious though, like, what are they going to do when they when it's time for the PlayStation Five Pro model? What's what's going to be the major upgrade on that? I thought this was future proof. I mean, this this is able to it's, play it, up to eight K. It yeah, it technically it technically is, but come on, we know better. We know better because like this is. This is now this is now a thing like the like like the hardware like oh, video game hardware gets a refresh and I mean and it's not even and, okay so the, I want to say the last hmm was the last what was the last PlayStation console that the hardware refresh wasn't wasn't really a hardware refresh was it the PS2 Slim because I feel like the, I feel like the PS3 was where we got in the territory where everything was a refresh because number one they were trying to cut costs like I mean they couldn't no one could afford to spend six hundred dollars on on the console. <laughs> At that point, you know, uh, it was getting it was getting tiresome. <laughs> so they made so they made what two models to begin with, and then all of a sudden there was four different models of PS3s on the market at one time before they completely discontinued the uh, the 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 big boy PS3. Yeah, so the first ones were the sixty gig and the twenty gigs, right? Yep. Both yep. Those, then, those are the yep. backwards compatible ones. I had a sixty gig then, back in the day. Then, then a forty gig model came out. Yep, mm -hmm. that one wasn't backwards compatible. Yep. Yep. And then I started working at GameStop, and now me and Laurent can tell you that story. <laughs> Not tonight. Not tonight. We're trying. We're trying. It was just. It was nothing but Cascade and Laurent wearing jeans, a tight shirt, and tapping his foot, standing by a corner with his fucking PSP. That was the, the entirety of, of our stay there. So, sounds right. Sounds you about right. You could play SOCOM on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go here, here, here goes here goes stories coming with the voice i love it <laughs> you guys know you can play monster hunter on this it's amazing by the way we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation about that as we get into our next news topic so oh, are we ready to move on <laughs> oh no oh come on guys it's not it's not that bad come on it it's had bad. such promise <laughs> All right, our next news topic tonight. Uh, PlayStation Vita exclusives, Freedom Wars and Soul Sacrifice. Their servers are being shut down next month. All right, so uh, this news is coming to us from Sammy Barker at PushSquare.com as well as Tyler Fisher at uh, ComicBook.com. Comic All right, everyone. 
two high-profile PlayStation Vita exclusives. Uh, those games being Freedom Wars and Soul Sacrifice will have their servers deactivated on Christmas Eve of this year. Damn. Both fucking Grinches. Holy <laughs> shit. When do we deactivate <laughs> these servers? Shit on somebody's Christmas fucking stocking too? What the fuck? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> both titles, both titles uh, published in, published by Sony in response to his loss of, of Monster Hunter exclusivity, were built around cooperative play and maintain relatively dedicated communities all the way through to this day. While you can still play both games via local ad hoc connectivity, remember that word. <laughs> You'll obviously need to know someone who owns a PS Vita and a copy of the games in order to set that up. This will natu- this naturally makes some of the releases trophies difficult to unlock. It's it's also worth adding that the server termination applies to both Soul Sacrifice and its enhanced uh, successor, Soul Sacrifice Delta. It's unclear why each game servers are being shut down, but it's likely the costs simply outweigh the benefits of keeping them up. As you would expect, PlayStation hasn't been very vocal about the news, so far only mentioning it on the Japanese version of the official PlayStation website. Yeah, as of right now, we still haven't gotten an official American, like American or like or like or Western announcement of this happening. They they sent me an email. That's that's all the announcement they had to make. They're like, he's the only one playing Freedom Wars online. Let's just send him an email. Uh, hey Austin, we know you play this game. <laughs> yeah, we're, we 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 posted about it in Japan where they all play it, but uh, you know we are we we know you're the only loser who's still playing this game. So uh, the one little green <laughs> dot on their map. Yeah, it's you. All right. they kept it over. Right, one green Whoever dot in They're like this fucker will not stop playing this game. <laughs> Okay, all right. So we the know, dude who who fucking runs that has to be the same kind of guy that for Christmas he gives you his old clothes too. <laughs> right? Like here, here's this shirt. It has mustard stains on it. You clearly here's his Grateful Dead T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, but it's vintage. It's vintage. It's vintage. All right, so uh, so so who all here played Soul Sacrifice or Freedom Wars? Like I I played them both. I played them both. I mean, I, I played nope. Soul I Sacrifice played when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Soul Sacrifice was uh, that was the first game Inafune made after he left Capcom, right? Yeah, I don't sure. Well, I don't know if it was the first one. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Huh. Hold on. Let me hold on. Let me look at that real quick. KG Inafune, like that. Because I mean that. I mean, like I mean that's that's the father of a of a Mega Man. And yeah, I want to say that was the first thing he did. After leaving Capcom, wow, I'm scrolling way down here. How, he was a, he was he was a he was a principal game designer. Yeah, he was in 2013. Yeah, yeah he was principal yeah, game he, designer for it. Yeah, because he was on Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, Soul Sacrifice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I played them. I played them both. And you know, this is this is the part where this is the part where I get to like run my mouth for a second. He was the producer on Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. He's the one that destroyed it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Mighty Number Nine. I'm still butthurt about that too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, we, we oh the entire the entire video game community is butthurt about that one. Like yeah. Like like you had you had one job, bro. You had one job. Make a Mega Man game. That was it. <laughs> and then I like how he put it out and just like 
Yeah, we know it's broken. He ran we're for the hills. Yeah. He ran and for the hills. We're moving on. <laughs> you should move on too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I, I played right. both. I played both these games because yeah, like I was one of those avid Monster Hunter players on the PSP. As a matter of fact, like I was the reason why a couple of friends got PSPs and then they immediately trade their PSPs in because apparently mm-hmm. Monster Hunter was still balls crushingly hard to, uh, of a game to play back then. You know, I was one it of those people. Was. Yeah. <laughs> I. You know what? Then you will love Monster Hunter Rise now because man, your three year old can play it and be and be a boss at it. <laughs> I'm being a little I'm being a little sarcastic, but at the same time, Monster Hunter Rise is the easiest Monster Hunter game that I've ever played. Wow! It is. No, it he is. can probably do it. He, he, he built no, no, the deck last it's, week. It's it's easier than Monster Hunter Stories, and Monster Hunter Stories is basically Pokemon in the Monster Hunter world. <laughs> wow, that's I haven't played Rise because I heard things about it and i'm just like mm, i could just play world instead and i'm not as big of a monster hunter fan as you are but the monster hunter psp was how i got introduced to it now, now don't get me yet. don't get me wrong don't get me wrong i love monster hunter rise like i'm going to be getting it as soon as it comes out as soon as it get as soon as it comes out on pc and yes Corey, Corey is in Corey is in our chat right now uh say hello to Corey. Awesome, and yes and yes, I did promise Corey I was going to play Monster Hunter Rise of him on the Switch. So yeah, just I think I promised Corey I was supposed to play Operation Raccoon City with them tonight. <laughs> I promise Whoops. people lots of things; I just don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> it makes them leave me alone. But anyway, going back, going back to these two games, Soul Sacrifice and Freedom Wars. My main, my main problem is, is, um, is I don't like Monster Hunter clones. I, I don't. And even though both of these games are good on their own, like, like Soul Sacrifice, Freedom Wars, uh, what's the what's the other game? It was um, crap. I it, it's it, it was another game that basically was a Monster Hunter clone. Um, I want to say no, no, Konami didn't Konami didn't publish it. I can't remember. Uh, it, it, but yeah, like I just can't get into Monster Hunter clones. I think it's because my brain is too heavily connected to Monster Hunter that if the game if the game is is remotely copying the formula, I'm like no, like that's why I, that's why I don't enjoy Dauntless. <laughs> Hmm. Well, there's other reasons not to like Dauntless. It's not good. <laughs> it's not great. Hey, Dauntless is in their what in their third year now? Like something something's happened. Something's going on for them. I I you know, to be fair, I played it when it first came out and I just never went back, so it's probably a lot better than once was. But uh I, I have to disagree with you just because Freedom Wars is an awesome game. I was never a huge Soul Sacrifice fan. It's an okay game. I didn't play it online at all. I did play Freedom Wars online and got all the trophies, so I'm good on that end. But, uh, yeah, I uh, I have gone now, back and played Freedom Wars, but I've played it by myself. So Now, Monster Hunter, now Monster Hunter Clone, I, did, I do love, and I need to go back and beat, is Horizon Zero Dawn. That is a Monster Hunter clone. I'm sorry. It's fun. It's funny. It's it's funny. Chris must have his headphones muted or something because I feel I like I feel like he should have jumped on that. No, I quit listening to you. Um, I was looking at Freedom Wars and whatever. God that Eater. Was. God Eater. That was it. God Eater. Yeah, you're right. God you're right. Eater. Oh, that's that it. One. Yeah, yeah. There's I mean, yeah, though. yeah. There is. Yeah, like, God Eater. God Eater is pretty good, but. Uh, I mean, you know, we got Freedom Wars. We got Ragnarok Odyssey. We got we got um. Like I said, Horizon Zero Dawn is a Monster Hunter clone. I I mean for real. Um, 
Code Vein is a Monster Hunter clone as well. Dragon's Dogma was trying to be a, a Monster Hunter clone, but it was more it was more RPG ish than Monster Hunter it, you know has ever tried to be. And is Monster Hunter like the new like Dark Souls like genre. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? Well, this game is kind of like Dark Souls. I well, this game is kind of like Monster Hunter. Actually, I guarantee, I guarantee you, I guarantee, I guarantee you, um, I'm going to say this, and people are going to come for me. Demon Souls is here because of Monster Hunter. No, Demon Souls is here because oh. of Ninja Gaiden. Story, oh, we're yes. not, story, we're not going to have this combat tonight. We're, we're not. <laughs> Listen, you all are getting it off topic. We are here to talk about Freedom Wars. knew <laughs> this was going to happen. We are not. We we are not. We're not here to equivalent semantics about which 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 hard game spawned the world's hardest game. <laughs> yeah, you you wouldn't have said what you said if you would have thought you were right. I am sure. right. I am yeah. right. You, you, if you were right, you wouldn't have had to defend your your argument immediately. Oh, I'm not, I, 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 I didn't immediately. It's okay to be it. wrong, Laron. It's okay to be wrong. Laron. I love you. Laron. Yeah. Oh, that was an accident. That's just because I stuttered. But Laron is where we're at now. I, yeah, I love you guys so much. You can actually get. A hold of me physically, so I can only talk so much shit. Oh yeah. Oh, by the oh, way, yeah. Chris. By by the way, Chris. Oh, like I'm <laughs> I'm moving. I'm moving soon. I'm going to be much closer to you. Where are you oh. moving to? I'll tell you that later. Are you? You're not moving into my neighborhood, are you? I'm not moving. No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> not after hearing about people getting shot on your front porch. No, yeah, that only happened once. That can happen anywhere. <laughs> the shitty part of living in this country. Everybody has a gun. Okay. No reason. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, let's go back to the doom and gloom of the, like the two games getting shut, their server shut yeah. down. How do you guys cope with the idea that your game has reached what we call end of life? Because I had to deal with it recently when Monster Hunter, when Monster Hunter World and Iceborne stopped releasing content. I mean, their servers are still up, and yeah, we're still able to play it. We'll probably still be able to play Iceborne for about another good five years or whatnot. But when when it hits end of life, it it almost seems like um. It almost seems like you know it's a uh, one of those things where it's like I gotta find something new to play. <laughs> it's it's like beating a game. It's really no different. It's just it's it's gone. Yeah, but it's beating a game. It's beating a game, and the game loses all its replay value. Let's talk I mean, about a little old game called Mag. Uh, <laughs> Mag. I remember the game Mag. that was supposed to be the Halo killer. And it was supposed to be the big, massively Ooh. multiplayer action game that was supposed to revolutionize the online. Who really believed that it was? Who really believed that though? Who, who believed? I think that? I played that game. It was for the like developers of SOCOM. It was the OGs of SOCOM. So, like, I had every right to believe that they were going to do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. And within a year, I'll, I'll, I'll give it you got that. Shut down. It the got shut. Yeah. Worth, yeah, because you can literally put the disc in. The disc is worthless. It is nothing. So you put the disc in, and it's like servers are shut down, and they kick you back to the main menu. Like that's it. <laughs> Remember so defiance. You, you buy the game just Remember for that? the actual uh, cartridge. That's it. It's it's literally garbage. Yeah, I like I like when he said mag. His screen instantly went to black and white, like he was about to. Remember <laughs> I noticed that too. That's funny. I didn't Stoy, even notice like, that. Stoy has one of those one of the most dynamic cameras. I will I will tell you guys that right now. It responds <laughs> to my emotions. So when I get angry, all of a sudden it just goes right to black and white. 
<laughs> it, lo- it looks like the uh, the same kind of filter they use to film uh, Scranton, the Electric City, in the oh, office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scranton. All right, all right. So we're Electric City. I, I As will more- say, I wish mm-hmm. that more games would make multiplayer offline modes because I still to this like day play Star Wars Battlefront Two from the PS2 Xbox era and because of its offline stuff. And I think about it some days like, ah, uh, there'll be one day where I can't play overwatch again. Wait, Austin, you know, did say, did, wait, wait, who, um, Austin, I told you about this. Who, whose servers, uh, came back. Some, some fans actually brought servers back online for, for one of the, for, for one of the shooters recently. Mm, well, Battlefront 2 did have it come back. And then it yeah. got shut down again. Mm. Um, I don't know about I know one the, recently, though. What the Resident Evil uh, Outbreak games, uh, the fans resurrected the servers a few years ago, and it's actually still active. Yeah. I know that much. Yeah, one of the, one, one of the Ragnarok uh, servers <laughs> got brought back by fans, too. Like, mm. Yeah. Well, and uh, this kind of goes to... Like almost like the conversation that I had in my EXP cast, guys is like, who takes over for this stuff? You know, if you still have a, a community of gamers that still want to play these games, they should have the option to, hey, if you want the server, if you want to dedicate the time to, you know, maintaining it, here mm-hmm. you go. Like, why can't that be an option? Yeah. Oh, but I will agree with I, I will agree with Austin that. Uh, most of these games should have an online uh, or an offline, offline multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, like that would yeah. be nice. So, like you know, like I remember um, after they shut down the service for Counter Strike for the original Xbox, I still went back to it and I still played bot mode, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, good old lamp, good old lamp parties. There's something to be said for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, Killzone Two is the game you're thinking of. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Someone- that online was awesome. Someone, someone recently got the servers running on Killzone Two. Mm-hmm. Yep, and Sony has not done anything so far, which they shouldn't. I think the only, I think, I think the only reason why like the companies come after it is because like you could always wind up getting parts of the source code for the game, you know, and right. doing and, and doing and doing you know, you know, dastardly shit with it, you know. In the yes, end, that, you know, I think that's this is the main reason why. Because, but, but, you know, what, what the the problem is though, like, you know, like when you look at piracy and all this stuff, it's only like two percent of the entire gaming community that engages in shit like that. It it really is. It's it's such a small amount that you know, like, you know, we're not going to get into this conversation about piracy because we did this what three weeks ago <laughs> when I was talking when I had my segment on firmware, homebrew, and all that stuff. We're not going to get into it tonight. But uh, all I'm saying is, you know, like some people are, some companies are just way too up uptight. N- Nintendo of Japan and America about this shit, you know. <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> you all said right. it. Uh, all right, wrap, or wrapping this up now. We will keep you updated as the situation on on Soul Sacrifice and Freedom Wars evolves. In the meantime, for more coverage on all things PlayStation, including all the latest news, rumors, leaks, and speculation, and much more, head over to BossRush.net to stay in the know. This is going to be a really fast topic here, real quickly. I mean, everybody likes everybody likes when games go on sale, right? Yeah, everybody likes it. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, Excellent. no, I don't because I buy these games at full price, and then when I see like. A month or two later, they're like half off. Then I get mad. 
Oh, like me, like me and That's every fucking... That's why is in black and white now. <laughs> is it in black and white now? No, my God. <laughs> right, I was trying sound... to tone down the anger. <laughs> story sounds like me and every, every fucking time I buy a Nintendo game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's an end of the year uh, promo going on at the PlayStation Store right now, and I recommend you take, you take a good, long, hard look at it because going from now until December 22nd, uh, Sony was like, you know what? Black Friday was cool. Cyber Monday was okay. But we're having the end of the year deal right now. And, and games are getting slashed off up to, up to 75% off. Uh, so um, this is this gives you a, this gives you almost a month to, to make some time and get some last minute savings before the year is done. This is too long. What the hell? I know. It's hundreds Come of games. On. It's hundreds of games across PS5, PS5 and PS4. <laughs> just, just just do it <laughs> and i can't find a single one that i actually want to buy all right I'm so do them now so in terms of triple a titles you've got assassin's creed valhalla at 23.99 uh and and guess what get you get that that's the ps5 and the ps4 versions of the games uh marvel spider-man game of the year edition which is which is which bundles the ps4 exclusive along with all this dlc comes in at 20 bucks uh other highlights include the medium for 37.49 this is a good chance to catch that especially if you're a ps5 owner hell I yeah mean, yeah because uh that dual sense controller uh, functionality with it amazing uh dreams is ten dollars 9.99 and prey is retailing for 11.99 um I'll, I'll even throw out a few more discounts here. Uh, the Far Cry and Sandy bundle, which, bundle, which is Far Cry's three, four, and five. Serious game grab, twenty nine sixty nine. Katamari Damacy reroll, nine dollars and eighty nine cents. The Mega Man thirtieth anniversary bundle. This is this includes both Mega Man and Mega Man X Legacy collections and Mega Man Eleven. So basically, every mainstream Mega Man title is is in one bundle for forty dollars and nineteen cents. And you know what? That's a deal. <laughs> get that. And uh, I, I already have them all. And I spent way more money than $40.19 for them. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so, yeah. And so years of his life spent on being angry at it. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not mad at that because um because I did get oh, no, all. No, just how hard those games are. I've watched I, you play Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard someone use such foul language. Mega Man Mega Man Nine Mega Man Nine brought it out of me. I, I haven't I haven't gotten all foamy mouth mad at the game since since Super Ghouls and Ghosts. <laughs> I, I spent sixty five for the three DS Mega Man uh collection because it came with the golden Mega Man amiibo, which is worth like a hundred dollars now. Yeah, it's worth I a lot. Love that thing. I love the golden Mega Man. All right. As you guys have already heard, obviously there are many more deals to be discovered. Uh, the PlayStation blog has a full list of titles in the offer. Go check it out. Guys, will you be t- will you be buying any of the games featuring the end of the year deals offer? Well, I mean, Chris is looking through that list now. Is If, if there's a game that you want, will you get it? I'm looking through this I, I list went, right now. I've heard Austin talk about Prey, and I went to go to actually buy that, but it's on PS now, so you know I got it for free. Um, I saw Katamari Damacy on here, yeah. and those games can burn in hell. I hated all of them. Well, just yeah. remember, just remember, because it's on PS now, doesn't mean it's always going to be available to play. So, I know that. So you need to pick and choose when you're going to play the game. I will always pick and choose my battles. I'm married. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. So you just lose them all the time. 
all the time. Everyone. <laughs> she will be in here in like 30 seconds to tell me how wrong I am. When we did Dad Pod, she watched it and took notes because she knows she's going to do, oh. we're going to do an episode called Mom Pod where all the wives sit in. So like I oh went down God. there, I walked by her and she said, I'm taking notes. <laughs> here we go. Um, you're going to make me spend $12. No, you're not, because it won't let me do it. No, it's already in there. Yeah, um, okay, so um, do you take advantage of any of the big digital sales uh, going on? Whenever they happen, like how often do you guys jump on on an online sale? I've been buying a lot of indie games on those, especially uh, Nintendo's been having a few, and I've been buying, collecting a lot of the indie games on I've been really into those. They're like two bucks, and most of those games are better than mainstream games. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. That's that's usually what I do with the digital game sales: is buy all the indie games mm-hmm. I can. I usually mm-hmm. buy the, my bigger games, uh, physical, or I'll buy them uh, on like find them at a store for way cheaper. I, I so. buy them on physical too, so that's why I'm looking at this list and I'm like, man, I'd rather buy this physical, or yeah, I've already bought the I've already bought the game as is. So, I mean. I'll look through this list probably online and maybe catch something, whatever. Because like I'm looking at a list and I don't see prices, so. Hmm. Maybe because you bought them. (laughs) Did you already buy them? (laughs) Maybe, yeah, yeah. Because I'll be like, oh, I want to buy that game. Oh, it says purchased already. Oh, but that one, oh, purchased. (laughs) Uh. All right. So uh, let's see real quickly here. Um, we've got the new and notable games coming up for uh, for this week. Uh, this week being November 29th to December the 5th. Uh, PlayStation exclusive Solar Ash is finally making its landing this week. Woo! I think, right? Right? I mean, are we? Oh. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in that <laughs> game <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> all right. Wait, wait. Which one is this? Is this the one where it's like space exploration, or is this the one where it's uh... where you're 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 skating all the time on like super trendy oh. or super colorful looking? It's made by the same guys that made Hyper Light Drifter. Okay, I will yeah. actually I will play this game probably. Remember this? Is, remember this is the game that was highlighted last last June, uh, one That's of Sony's right. earlier state of plays. I but you know what I'm talking about? Remember that space exploration game that was also at the state of play? I think it's on a jet. He's on a jet the far shore. Yeah, yeah that yeah. one. Oh, no, no, that, 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 no, no, that game, game. That game's already out. <laughs> oh, well, then, like I said, no interest in that game at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So it's 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 unsurprisingly, given that we've just had Thanksgiving, we have Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Like uh, like it's it's not a real busy week for game releases here. But that being said, there are a few that you may want to keep keep a lookout for. Uh, starting with on December the second, we have three games being released. Uh, headline headline by Solar Ash for PS5, PS4, and PC. Uh, Solar Ash is the second game from Heart Machine, the creators of the award-winning 2016 game Hyperlight Drifter. Uh, journey through a surreal, vivid, and hyper-stylized world filled with mystery, wild high-speed traversal, endearing characters, and massive enemy encounters. As they say, the void beckons. Gamers, are you ready? Uh, Solar Ash is, is $39.99 on those mentioned platforms there. We also have Asterisk and Obelisk. Slap them all for PS4. 
um, as well as Cricket 22, the official game of the Ashes. I did not really look up a lot on that. That's also coming on PS5 and PS4. I did not look at a lot of that, but but I but I have heard a couple of weird and quirky things about it. I well, just assume it was a game where people were playing cricket. It is cricket twenty twenty two. Yeah, I kind of assumed the two here. But it was supposed to come out last week, and the reason why it didn't is because the uh, the guy on the front is in a sex scandal, and so they had to get rid of all those covers and replace it with a different cover. Good thing they didn't ship that out. Wait, wait, yeah. Now, now I'm curious who the guy on the cover is. Uh, some guy in Australia, I think. There's a lot of cricket guys I've been reading that have been going down lately. A lot of apparently, surprise, surprise. There's a lot of racism in cricket. So, yeah, it definitely looked like the. I think I feel like cricket and croquet is gonna be one of the most racist sports. Yeah, uh, especially. Have you not like, heard of NASCAR? Yeah. Well, I, you know what's the one where they are the Indian population. What's the one where they're on the horses? That's definitely got to be the most racist. Polo. <laughs> Polo. Polo. Yeah. yeah, that's a that, that's a rich white man. That's going to be up there. That's for sure. You know, tennis, golf, you yep. know. Whoa, again, whoa, whoa, whoa. You I, take I, I, de- I, defer, I defer back to uh, NASCAR, you know, because. <sighs> do, you, do you watch that uh, the Channel 5 News on YouTube? Me? Yeah. There's no, a, no, it's the guy no that used idea. to do that run that channel all gas no breaks. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that stuff? So if you if you type in Channel Five News on YouTube, this guy he goes to Talladega and it pretty much spot on is <laughs> is what you just said, like yeah. like hands down. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I I I I know. I grew, I grew up in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm well well versed. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right, and um, let me see. Coming up on December the third, we have uh, the game Chorus, which is. I'll just read the description. Unlock devastating weapons and mind-bending abilities in a true evolution of the space combat shooter. You take control of the character Nara, once the Circle's deadliest warrior, but now their most wanted fugitive, on a quest to destroy the dark cult that created her. Uh, unlock devastating weapons and mind-bending abilities, all that stuff uh, in a true evolution. Of space com- of the space combat shooter. I don't know why it repeats itself in that description, but whatever. Um, along with Forsaken, her sentient starfighter, uh, explore ancient temples, engage in exhilarating exhilarating G zero G combat. Wow, I finally got tongue tongue tied in this episode. It it, it happens. <laughs> and venture beyond our waking reality. Uh, Chorus is on PS uh, comes out on PS5 and PS4. It's also going to be $39.99. So it's actually it's actually a decent bargain month right now if you're actually trying to pick up some games because nothing's trying to break break your wallets. It actually looks uh, pretty good. Like I it mean, does. we haven't seen like a really good standout space combat game in a while. So mm-hmm. uh, um is is Solar Ash the one to get for or for this for this week's games or Chorus man? Okay, I don't yeah, know. Well, I'm looking at Chorus right now, and I'm uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing here. Chorus, yeah, Chorus looks legit. Yeah, yeah. Chorus looks yeah. legit. Like I feel honestly, I feel like I will get Chorus before I get Solar Ash, and that's not saying Solar Ash is not a game that I'm I think will be good or anything like that. I just I just Chorus looks more of my my speed of game. I yeah. think I would pay full price for Chorus. I think I would wait. For Solar Ash to go on sale, you know it is funny. It is funny you say that because I was just about to ask: Is Solar Ash a day one grab for you? 
after all the lays or stuff, or are you planning to do the wait and see strategy? Uh. <laughs> definitely going to be the wait and see for me mm-hmm. but this course game looks legit but i bought way too many games on the amazon sale uh so i've got too many games to go through so i will not be buying any more games for a, a for a good while you messed up the assassin's creed did you in the assassin's creed did you i know <laughs> Freaking Valhalla ruined it. At the beginning oh, no. of the year, Austin said he would not buy a new game until he finished the one he was currently playing. Valhalla broke him because Val- he could not he could not get through Valhalla in three weeks. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't even My get that, through that game in three months. Not only can you get through it in three weeks, you can't get through it in like a year, I feel. Like, I was like, yeah, this game really is can. way too long. Way Hannah too long. is still working at it. She <laughs> thought she beat it, and she didn't. <laughs> How do you think she you beat a game and you do? <laughs> oh man, this game, this game is like surprise. Here, here's some, here's some pre-credits for you. <laughs> it's uh, not the real credits. Odyssey did that. Odyssey did that word because there was like three or four endings to it, and it's like you beat one, and then they rolled credits, and they said, "Oh, you still have two endings to unlock." And I was at seventy hours at that point. I was like, "Get out of here! I'm not even doing that." Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge Far Cry fan. I, I love Far Cry, but like Far Cry, there is an end. It feels like after the 40 hours, there's an end. You're done. You can pretty much do everything yeah. you need to. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed, it's like 40 hours, and you've barely uncovered maybe half of the map and not including all the collectibles and everything. It's just right. it's a mess. It's a mess. Hannah is four trophies away from platinuming Odyssey. She Good has like God, 340, wow. she has like 340 uh, hours into it. Good lord. God bless her yeah. soul. I, just, uh, yeah, I don't have She's got a ton of hours in all Applaud that persistence. Yeah. She loves those games, man. It's her thing. All right. We didn't have any questions uh, tonight for the uh, for the show, but just remember, if you want to have your questions read on the show, tweet us at PS underscore Crossroads or email us at CrossroadsPSPod at gmail.com or just hit us up on the Boss Rush uh, Network Discord, you know, because uh, uh, we're always out there. You know, links, uh, links in the in the uh, chat. All right, let's go ahead and do this. It's time for our big topic tonight, and um, you know, don't I don't want to hear any heavy sighing because you know, because you know what's up. Uh, it's it's time for the game awards. It's time. It's that year it's again. Okay. It's that year again. It was a time of year again. It's uh, it's the Game Awards season. In case you've been living under a rock, the Game Awards is a yearly awards show that honors the best video games of the current year. <clears throat> Do they have like a Razzies version for they, video games? They need they need one. Honestly, like, with all the stinkers that come out, you know, because there's so many games that come out, they need a Razzies. They do. <laughs> but any, but anyway, uh, this event is uh, this event, the Game Awards, is hosted by and organized by Game Industry Insider Jeff Keeley, and recently, ha- <laughs> showed you to hold your heavy size. I can't <laughs> fucking stand Jeff Keeley. I hope he watches this show. Jeff Keeley, you you ruined like four years of my life. I had to listen to you talk in a GameStop. It was awful. Don't knock that man's hustle. Don't 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 knock it. He did he did he hey he's like he's like Drake. He started from the bottom. Now look it, where he's at. Drake didn't start at the bottom. I know, I know. Drake didn't start at the bottom. <laughs> so is Degrassi. Jeff Keeley is Jeff Keeley the worst for you guys as far as the GameStop commercials go? 
Nope, it's yes. the, it's, it's Redbeard no, or or the dude with the glasses. Laurent wasn't there for Redbeard. No, no, no. Redbeard okay, yeah, yeah, I wasn't there for that guy, and and I probably wasn't even shopping at GameStop. Well, I, I don't shop at GameStop now, but I probably wasn't even shopping for at GameStop when that guy showed up. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the guy with the glasses, he was he was too nerdy to function. <laughs> Yo, it, in the it, it was always a different girl, but that guy was consistent for like fifteen years. <laughs> that dude was strong. Yeah. <laughs> that dude was strong in the GameStop TV. When I remember going into GameStop a lot, it was I think Jeff Keighley. And then after that, they started using all the different just personalities all over different video games. So like Andrea Renee yeah. was on there, and uh, oh, I remember Greg Miller yeah, and all sure. those. All those people were all on. There I don't now. remember Greg. I don't remember Greg Miller. Yeah, yeah kind I, of I don't pay that too much attention to that anymore. Yeah. All right. So uh, this year, the Game Awards will be happening on December the 9th, twenty twenty one, on various uh, on various streaming networks and platforms and stuff like that. As of previous shows, it will feature the new game announce. It will feature new game announcements and reveals. Uh, so be on the lookout for all that stuff. I, I feel like that's one of the main reasons why people actually check out the Game Awards. Because if I'm being really honest with you, like I don't really put much weight into the Game Awards. I I I I, I, I really don't. I mean. <sighs> you put weight into it after the, all the awards are announced and everyone starts complaining about it. That's well, when people put weight to it. That is people true. All, it, 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 this happens every year, and I'm not I'm not yelling at anybody about this, but everyone always says, "Screw the game awards. They're, they're bullshit." You know, these awards mean nothing, whatever. But then after the fact, when all of a sudden the game of the year gets announced or like your favorite game didn't win an awards, that's when everyone starts bitching and going crazy about it. Like, mm-hmm. how could how could Sekiro win game of the year? You know, and it's like, <laughs> oh, it, didn't matter to you? it didn't matter to you. And now you care. It's like, get off it. Yeah. <laughs> is my is my screen black and white? It no, is. it's a hint of red. <laughs> It's red now. It's slightly, it's slightly red. red. It's really bad. <laughs> like it's, actually, it looks like you're getting ready to shoot a new kids on the block video in 1991. That's what it looks like. I'm just saying you look like that part right now. It's got like half of your face blue and half of your face white. Like, <laughs> Sick. They're fucking with you, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right all right anyway uh the game awards features 32 different categories that celebrates the games released on or before november the 19th of this year and going back to december of last year uh that's why cyberpunk was not in last year's uh game awards but guess what it is in this year's game awards why <laughs> why <laughs> come on I, okay, you know I'm trying to be nice, but I I, I got to get my dig in. You know, you know Jeff Keighley's gonna gonna slob on somebody's knob somewhere. It's <laughs> definitely Keanu's, I'm sure. <laughs> gotta be. I mean, it's who Keanu would? Reeves? I would. Who would? I would too. I'd ask for permission. Because <laughs> he'd, he'd be cool with it. He'd be like, I know how much it means to you. So, yeah. <laughs> Nom- <laughs> nominees for most categories of the Game Awards are chosen by an international jury of over a hundred global media and influencer outlets. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've already added the link in our in our tw- in our in our Twitch uh, stream chat right now for you to check it out. Uh, but basically, yes, it's the pretentiousness you expect. You know, like 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 outlets that I feel like should not be having a say about what video games we should like or play are definitely you know in on the jury. To select like game of the year and all these other categories, <laughs> IGN uh, better than the Golden God. Globes, L.A. Times, Newsweek. Told you, Vice. Told Get you, out of here. Vice. You, come on, Vice all, is all, on here. All, all Vice is good for is reporting about sex. 
and drugs. Right, yeah. That's all they're good. They're, that's all whoa, they're good for reporting on. Whoa, time yeah. out. Just, time out. Actually, wait, 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 Chris, before you get started, wait, Chris, before you get started, before you get started, yes, they also report about like things going on in prison. They do. Also, wasn't talking about that. I was going to say Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> 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 but yes, okay. I do that too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, winners, winners for the winners for each game selected in the categories are determined by a blended vote between a the voting jury, the voting jury, those hundred plus global media and influencer outlet influencer outlets. Let that sink. Influencer outlets. Let that sink in. <laughs> that voting jury counts for ninety percent of the votes they're tallied. The public fan voting only counts for ten percent. Uh, fans can vote on their favorite games on the game award on gameawards.com and also via social media platforms in select categories. All right, tonight we're going to talk about here at Crossroads the highlighted game. We're highlighting the, game, the PlayStation games exclusives there in the ring to win some of the biggest awards. So let's dive in, guys. I'm not I, I I'm not going to ask you guys to pull up the website if you don't want to. Don't uh, you know? Because I've I've got screenshots of everything here. So. Let's get rolling. We're gonna start. For, we're gonna start from the top and go and go down to the end. We're not doing all thirty-two categories because guess what? Like the last, like the last seven categories are like esports, and there's no. I look. There's no PlayStation-centric like stuff in the esports line. So, and there's also content creator. We, we, we don't, we're not worried about that because we're we're the ones that should be winning that award. We're not right? nominated. That's why. Yeah, yeah what exactly. you say. We're exactly. not nominated. I don't see a single right. podcast on here. <laughs> Which actually, honestly, like that. I think that should be a category. If you're I giving agree. it out to all these esports and content creator of the year, mm-hmm. you know, uh, best esports coach, there's not even for anything for that. Like, co- how the fuck do you coach that? Yeah. You know what? I need to <laughs> pay hey, more. Shoot that guy. I need to pay hey. more. I need to pay more attention to that stuff, honestly, because, like, then, you know, like, you, you know, okay. So, real quick, real quick, because I, I said, like, like, influencer outlets. Technically, everything that we do here at Boss Rush, Story, everything you guys at EXP cast do, we're all technically influencers here. Yes, so, yep. so you know what? We have we have just as much voice or and weight, if not more, than these pretentious like LA Times, you know, New LA Times, New York Times, you know, all Vice. You know, we, yeah. I feel like we have a better say in this, and and that's not even that's not even me trying to rage against the machine. That's not me doing that. I just feel like I just feel like we have a more organic bond to it because guess what? Right now, like most of us, we're doing this stuff. We're not even getting paid for this stuff, and we're just putting our passion into it. If anything, we're spending whoa, 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 money. We're spending whoa, whoa, whoa. money doing this. We're spending money doing this. Exactly. You told yeah. me you were going to pay me. You oh, Chris, I've been asking Corey for why my you, check for months. Wait, wait. Why do you think? Why do you think I'm moving closer to your house? You about to get paid? <laughs> All right. Just not in cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, summer sausage. Gotcha. <laughs> what is that in clap slaps? Sack slaps. Sack slaps. Now you know I heard it enough tonight. It's now part of my vocabulary. Oh, no. so, I'm wait, glad I could have that wait, kind of influence on you, friend. Wait till wait till I talk to my boyfriend tonight. <laughs> hey, do you know what my friend told Did you? Me? <laughs> do you know what a sack slap is? And if he says, "Oh hell yeah," that's gonna be another conversation. All right, all right, guys. Let's get this rolling. We're gonna start. We're gonna start off with game of the year because that's the number one category here. Uh, in the game of the year slot, uh, we've got we've got PlayStation. We've got PlayStation exclusives. Uh, Deathloop, 
Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Also in the in the lines with It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, and Psychonauts 2. Now I know Psychonauts 2 is a very good game. I know this. I know this. But I don't think it's better than Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. <laughs> what do you guys say? I haven't played either, so I don't know. Stoy's, a, Stoy's an Xbox guy, so I, I, I'm well, waiting see, here. Interestingly enough, I have not played Psychonauts 2, but I've heard enough good things and great things mm-hmm. about it and how they really kind of define the genre. I, I think, if anything, It Takes Two and Psychonauts 2 have done more for gaming and storytelling than any of these games, any of the other games. You know, on a technical level, I think Resident Evil Village is probably the better game. Mm-hmm. Out of all these, um, Ratchet and Clank was probably the most fun game. Austin, uh, you played Deathloop. I didn't play Deathloop, but uh, I'm pretty sure you can attest to how awesome that game is. But mm-hmm. um, I can, yeah. I can attest. To, I can, I can personally attest to Metroid Dread and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I, I, I can attest to Metroid Dread too, and that that was a good game. Do I mm-hmm. think that's game of the year? I don't think that belongs on. Nah, show. it's not. Nah, yeah. I don't think. I don't. You know, as much as I, I'm a big Metroid fan. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's game of the year material. No, you know I don't know? think so either. It, it is. It is. It, it has done marvels though to turn the Metroid series around for like for for Nintendo for sure because Nintendo basically shits on Metroid. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, so you should look at the board. There are two people on the video game awards board that are either working for Nintendo or formerly worked for Nintendo. So, <laughs> hmm. There's that. Yeah. So um. Okay. So. Out of the three game, out of the three games that are currently exclusive, I say currently exclusive because Deathloop leaves its exclusivity with PlayStation uh, by summer of next year, and Resident Evil Village I think is going to be early as spring of next year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, out of those three titles, though, which ones would you say has has Cinch's game of the year as far as those three titles go? Vill- by the Village by the way, exclusive. huh? It is exclusive. It's it's right now you can only play it on PlayStation and PC. I don't. I'm pretty sure I killed Joe Maxbox. I I looked uh, it up and verified it. it. It's not out yet on the other consoles. Wait, what game? I'm really? Sorry, what? Resident Evil Village. Yeah, it's all. It's out on all the consoles. It's out on all the consoles now. Yeah, I think it launched on all the consoles, pal. It did not launch on all the consoles. It, it was sounds play- like it was- you're wrong. All right, you know what? <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm yeah, doing this. I mean, it's. I, I see on Wikipedia. It's on all of them. I looked at Wikipedia the other day and it did not say that. I looked when I was putting these notes together, it did not say that. May 7, 2021, Xbox. That's what you happens when you go to resident dot evil dot village spelled with one L dot Okay, my bad then. Thanks, thanks for correcting me then. Well, shit. They PlayStation came out of stadium. Don't forget that the uh, marketing stuff. They they were. It almost seemed like it could have been exclusive. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? Well, you know what, guys. Thank you for correcting me. Okay, so out of Deathloop and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which one's game of the year? Mm -hmm. I haven't played either. I've been. You guys did Ratchet and Clank. You guys played that. You guys did this. (laughs) I've been playing both. I I haven't finished Deathloop, but I did finish Ratchet and Clank, and I think Deathloop is my favorite so far. Mm. It is not have, my favorite Ratchet and Clank game. <laughs> I have not I have I have not played Deathloop yet, but um, it, I'm about to grab it on PC because it's thirty dollars. Can I say? Can I say how? I mean, and I don't mean this in a bad way. 
how lame this list is. I mean, admittedly, we admittedly we haven't had like I, for obvious reasons, and I'm not I'm not going to get into that. But we had a pretty slumpy year in terms of video game releases. In gaming, like, yeah, we're talking like AAA games. Like a lot of games got pushed back to next year. Yeah, which so, which 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 sucks for our bank accounts because man, like God, 2022 is yeah, 2022 uh, is going to hurt. I don't know how I'm going to I don't know how I'm going to survive given that I'm getting ready to move. I don't know. Yeah. So I want to know how close you're moving to me. I'm going to come over all the time. All of the time. I'm coming up Warwick Boulevard. I'll tell you that much. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, admittedly, like, the fact that you put, like, a game like Metroid Dread on here, it's like, it doesn't really belong there. But Nintendo on the being on the board, it's like, hey, we got to have something. True. And here you go. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah it was, honestly, it was just a really slow year all around and i honestly think maybe the indie games even had more of a i feel like of a, of a, death's yeah. door and my personal opinion chicory should be on this list maybe instead uh, right. of a couple totally of agree 100 there, um, no, there will never be an indie game nominated for game of the year never which shame. is unfortunate because i'm sure death's door is better than all those games that game yeah. was incredible yeah. kana kana should be should, should, should be have been up there yeah but it's it's here, let's it's some bullshit. Let's hit a few more. Let's hit a few more of these before we sign off tonight. Um, okay, best game direction. Uh, let's see. On this list, we have Deathloop. Remember, I'm just I'm just highlighting games that are on PlayStation right now. Uh, they're PlayStation exclusives because I know you can play It Takes Two on PlayStation. I know that, but but right now you can only find these games on PlayStation. That's why I'm doing the highlights of them. Uh, for best game direction, we have Deathloop, Returnal, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Just, just real quickly, uh, what what do you guys say? Returnal. Returnal? Yep, I agree. I agree. I think out of I all these games, say... did, I mean, besides it takes two, but out of all these games, it did something the most different. Uh, I'm going to say Returnal, but I also, I mean, give a shout out to Deathloop because they are doing in a totally different way. <coughs> uh, yeah. This is a great year for roguelikes, which is one of my favorite types of games and Returnal did something new and Deathloop's doing something totally different with it and it's great. I love it. Yeah. As much as I love Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart was more of the same, except it was really nice and shiny. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a really good looking game. <laughs> honestly, if you need if if you need another tech demo for the PS5 besides Astrobot's Playroom, you get Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. It's the only game on the PlayStation 5 that really Pushes the hardware boundaries. Yeah, pushes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. It, uh, it, this is all to be expected, though, right? It's been a light year with the pandemic. You know, yep. you're not getting as many like top tier grade A games, which we still got. And again, the indie games have been really crushing it. Like I, I really have been leaning into buying just indie games. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have a few of the top tier games. I've already uh, pre-ordered Horizon. Um, I haven't, but I'm going to pre-order Tiny Tina because I have to have that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, for best art, on. for best art direction, once again, Deathloop shows up as well as Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. But we also have Kana Bridge of Spirits in that list. That game was beautiful. I there, I haven't seen anything that can touch it. Like uh, Stoy said, there's a uh, like you just catch yourself looking at things. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. There are medica- meditation places where you can just literally sit and just take in what's going on around you. And it's, it's a beautiful game. Um, I, the, it, I'm not going to watch the game of the year 
awards. I don't give a shit about the game of the year awards. Personally, my thing is the Oscars when we, we do the Oscars episode, which we will naturally do, then I'll be really excited about it. Who's doing the Oscars episode? I don't know. I just made that shit up. In the hopes <laughs> Man, I, I used to be really in the Oscars because I used to watch all the movies that would be at the Oscars. I, I was a huge too. film buff through high school and college. And I the last do. two or three years, I have not kept up at all. It's been terrible. Um, this year was a little bit harder, but we watched all of them the year before the one that uh, the year that Parasite won. And that was the first time that I've watched the movie that won that I went, oh, yeah, no, that's going to win. <laughs> yeah. That movie was good. Like that, that And, you know, I, I've, I found a lot of movies because of that, like uh, because of the Oscars, because not everything gets big, huge releases. One of mm-hmm. my one of my all time fucking favorite movies. When you ask me what my favorite movie is, I will tell you Ghostbusters and Whiplash. Whiplash, Whiplash. is an incredible film. Yeah, that was a movie I didn't know until the Oscars came, and then when I saw it, I was like, yep. this is a great movie. Are you one of those single-tier people? Do I look like a double-fucking-rainbow to you? <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. J.K. Simmons earned that Oscar. I love that film. All right, so in the best indie category, uh, we have Canaan Bridge of Spirits going head-to-head with uh, Inscription, Death Doors, and uh, Death's Door, I'm sorry, Death's Door, Loop Hero, and 12 Minutes. That's going to have to be either. I mean, I haven't played the other ones, but I can't imagine anything really being better than Kana or Death's Door. So I, I mean, like, I'm happy with either one. I honestly, I honestly feel like, I honestly feel like Death's Door is going to win Best Indie. But when we, but when we come around to, uh, to uh, Best Debut Indie, because that's a title. I mean, that's mm. a that's a category. Uh, Kana has a shot there because we have the Artful Escape, the Forgotten City, Kana. Sable and Valheim. Now Valheim, I, I I'm hearing wonderful stuff about, as well as the Artful Escape. But I have a funny feeling because if you look at the roster of people who are voting on these titles, uh, I feel like Canon Bridge of Spirits is going to get best debut indie. Mm. I well, I mean, for that being their first indie game and making sure, yeah. it almost a double to almost triple. It looks like a triple A title. It looks like a triple A fucking title. It's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Also, by the way, we get 12 minutes next week on PlayStation. It's coming. Um, jokingly, jokingly here, like Nintendo basically has the best family category. Like it's four Nintendo games, and then it takes two. <laughs> and like three of them are are remakes or old games put into new stuff. I think WarioWare might be the only one that's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they might as well change that to just best Nintendo game. Yeah, right. true. A category. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah I, I, when Death's Door comes out on the Switch, I'm going to buy it and play it on the Switch. And when it comes out on the PlayStation, I'm going to buy it and play it on the PlayStation. Is it already out on PlayStation? Yeah. It might be. I thought I thought it just dropped. I thought it just Death's dropped. Door, yeah, I think just did drop. Yeah, it is. I thought just dropped because uh, I'm, well, I'm, I'm. You motherfuckers I'm, just cost my cost me some money and don't tell my wife. <laughs> You know, every you know, listen to this episode. You, you know, you know, you're no, always she listens to me talk in general. You know, yeah, you're always you're, you're always saying, "Don't tell my wife." You know, you're you can. I do that because that's the thing, and it's funny. I I would walk in there and be like, "Hey, I spent twenty bucks on a video game," and if she got mad about it, I'd say, "Okay." And then you know, it's too it's late. Twenty bucks, twenty bucks already spent. <laughs> All right, too late. It's already spent. All right, we, have we, don't, time. we don't argue like that. It's just it's it's more funny. We yeah. have time for we have time for one more here. 
Um, so we're going to go best, I mean, most anticipated game. Uh, we have God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, Starfield, and Elden Ring. Now, if I'm being, if I'm talking as me, a PlayStation gamer, it's going to be Horizon Forbidden West. If, if I'm talking for me as a PlayStation gamer, it's going to be for Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I'm, re- I'm really cross because like, I'm really looking forward to both of those games, both God of War and Horizon. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, uh, yeah. Horizon is on, is, is on top for me yeah. and then God of War. Yeah. Breath of the Wild too. I'm a, I'm a Zelda guy though. Like uh, I, I have to have that game. I'm excited yeah. for Elden Ring. I am excited for, um, Hannah's going to play the shit out of the Horizon. I will probably never even get to touch it. My, I, she will have the PlayStation for a couple weeks. And I just bought Death Store again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just now. Yeah. Just now. I'm actually really curious to see what Starfield is going to be like. So I'm going to be the odd one out and say Starfield. That's I I cannot wait. That is the game that I need the Xbox for. Same, same because uh, you know I I I mean it's it's good Fallout style storytelling. If it's going to be same like that Fallout and Elder Elder Scrolls kind of storytelling, but just like way updated game engine, like. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and um, let's go ahead and uh, get out of here. Um, that's our show for tonight, everyone. I appreciate the time that you all spent with us tonight. We love you here. Uh, as always, I'd like to give a big thanks for you to tuning in to Crossroads Places Podcast. Uh, Stoy, it's always a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate glad, shooting the shit with you guys. Yeah. Glad you were here tonight. Um, before we head out, here's how you can connect this to the crew. Chris, go first. Uh, you can find me at, at Real Chris True on Twitter. I don't really use any other social media. Um, Facebook is the devil. But um, you can find me there. Uh, you can catch me tomorrow night at um, 9 o'clock uh, on DadPod. At DadPod. Um, excuse me, at DadPod the show. Um, every Wednesday night. Every other Wednesday night at 9. Tuesday night's here. <laughs> All right. Uh, Laron, Laron, how wrong he is. I'm going to make that stick. So it's going to stay. Yes, good. I'm going to make sure it stays too. <laughs> Austin, play yourself. At Place Austin on Twitter, I agree with Chris. Every time that meta commercial comes on, it gives me, it gives me the creepies, man. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like that meta commercial, man, with the tiger or the kids all bop their heads just i don't know i feel like it's the matrix i feel like you're just entering a prison if you go to facebook <laughs> i'm not paranoid all right. at all all right store you're up where, where can everyone find you at uh besides the arsenal x podcast i'm also with the exp cast uh a video game podcast you can follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at exp cast and then also my personal twitter uh stoy mke8 all right, cool. And uh, and at, as you guys already know, uh, X is 803. That's my gamer tag uh, for the various platforms, as well as my Twitch and YouTube channels. That's also my social media handle, so we can't can't mess it up. AXODUS803. Uh, one quick announcement, though. One quick announcement, because uh, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> yes. Crossroads now has a merch store. 
everything from t-shirts to ball caps to mouse pads, leggings, and even even tank tops. I'm, I know I'm wearing a muscle shirt tonight, but even tank tops are now available for all of our fans who want to rep their love of Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast. Okay, bro. The next time I come on, I'm going to wear a Crossroads tank top, and I want you to wear an EXP cast tank top when I do, okay? All right. We'll, we'll do that. Have, we'll, we'll have to plan this out. We'll <laughs> do that. But guess what? We even got socks. Sick. Yep. Yeah. Links have been provided in, in our show notes. If you're interested, head to the website, check things out. Like there's some really nice stuff there. Like wrap it, you know, because we love you guys and we know you love us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, real fast. Corey gives the latest report about former Bungie composer Marty O'Donnell's situation following his termination from Bungie, Bungie in 2014, completely from asking fans to destroy any copies of music and materials he's been associated with. Uh, Guys, which uh, which series does it better, Tomb Raider or Uncharted? Uncharted. <laughs> I didn't even hear, no, I didn't know what we we're talking about, but Uncharted. <laughs> Uncharted. Uncharted. But I stand by that Laura Croft is a much bigger badass than Nathan Drake. I stand. I'll by. agree with that. You yeah. know what, Austin? It's cool to be wrong. It's cool to be wrong. All I'm saying is she went through way Lay more wrong. shit. <laughs> way the more reason- shit. <laughs> The reason the reason why that question comes up is because our very own a- Andrew Millard raises the question in the November 30th edition of Bossers Banner. Go check that out, and also take a moment to check out Ch- Shane Kelly's review of God of War 2018 after having recently completed it on the PS5, which was a new experience for him. Uh, as always, head over to BossRush.net to check out more editorials and shows for our ever from our ever growing family of creators and contributors. If you like to talk about games, media, sports, food, and much more, you can. Why not join our Boss Rush Discord? Why not do that? There's even a Crossroads podcast uh, server on the Discord just for you fans. Uh, as always, you can chat with us, keep the conversation going on Twitter at PS underscore Crossroads to dish on more news, events, topics while we get ready for the next episode. By the way, there's after this, there's only two more episodes of Crossroads PlayStation Podcast for this year. So brace yourselves because uh, 2022 is going to be a ride. All right, everyone. That's it for that's it for us tonight. This has been episode sixty-one of Crossroads PlayStation Podcast. Come back and join us next week, where we will be back to talk about more hot topics in the world of PlayStation. We love you guys. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.